Hey guys, Ryan Dement. Hope you guys are having a great day. Welcome back to True Podcast. It's been a few moments, I know. Life has been crazy. Real estate market is going crazy. And guess what? The rental market's going crazy. So I wanted to start things off. We have a very rare rental that we uh, had to put back on the market. And in a matter of 10 days, we had... 175 people apply for it. This is a two-bedroom, one-bath home. It's one of the homes that we rehabbed in 2018-2019. And uh, it's a beautiful little tiny uh, bungalow. Fenced-in backyard, fireplace, everything. Um, and I just can't believe how many people have reached out and wanted to to see it and rent it, to say the least. But what I wanted to get to is... I've been watching rents across the nation, and if you're living in one of those hot markets, Arizona, Nevada, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, Tennessee, renters are seeing anywhere between a 5 and 10% increase in rental costs on a monthly basis. How are you supposed to budget on a monthly basis if your rent is going up like that every single year? That's got to be tough. I mean, that, that, that's got to be really tough. And I was able to ask a lot of these individuals that reached out to us, you know, to talk to us about this house. And the majority of them are moving because their current landlord is raising their rent or the landlord is selling their house. And they want to capitalize on the market. Well, guess what? When that happens, two things happen. Less inventory, so there's less homes to rent. And then on the buy it, on the buy side, there's less homes to buy. So we've got this whole uh, pinching effect where we're squeezing the inventory. And right now in most markets, there's less than two months of housing inventory, which is 60% or 70% less than what we typically have, uh, which means bidding wars you know, are through the roof and people know that. But the one thing that people are not seen in all this whether you're buying a home or wanting to rent if the numbers don't make sense then you can't fall in love with that property because you're overpaying and when you're overpaying you're putting yourself in a financial bind that could potentially hurt you down the road why go after that why chase what everyone else is chasing oh wait it's called FOMO fear of missing out or you want a bigger house or you want an office but could you actually save up some additional money for a down payment to reduce that mortgage payment on a monthly basis to where it's not a it's not a big deal to make that payment and let the market come back to you if anybody tells you this market is going to continue to go north and and never correct or cool off Keep running because I'll tell you, the market will cool off. I can't tell you when because I, 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 no one can. But I can tell you there's no way that this market will continue to go in this direction at this pace. At some point, as, as interest rates are starting to correct and you're seeing less refinances happening, less people coming to the marketplace to buy a home because now – when you go from an average mortgage interest rate of 2.75 to 3.125, 
Now you're taking about thirty to forty thousand dollars out of the typical home buyer's budget to where now they can't afford these homes because they've gone out way out of their budget. So what that what's gonna do? What what what's gonna happen out of all that? People are still gonna overspend and we're still gonna have this bubble on the back end that will come down the road five or ten years from now. If you guys haven't heard Mortgage forbearances and foreclosures have been on a hiatus for over a year. What about all those individuals? They say individuals that are enrolled in the forbearance and deferment program continues to decrease week over week. But when you have over 3 million people that are still on the program, that's a lot of houses. That's a ton of houses still that come back, whether it be foreclosure, REO, short sale there is things that the government can do and there's things that the government can't do and i can tell you if you're depending on the government to keep your house you're in trouble because ultimately they're not going to save your home you're going to have to save your home you got to start making payments on it and continue to to defer and all you're doing is taking the monthly payments that you haven't been paying for however long, six months, 12 months, 18 months, whatever, and you're pushing it to the back of the loan. So you're extending your loan. So you're gonna be in your house even longer. You're gonna be paying on it even longer. And oh, by the way, more than likely your payment's gonna go up because now you're putting more principal and interest back into the loan and it has to be re-amateurized over a period of time. So you're going to have a shorter time frame to pay off a larger balance. Now, I've heard that um, the CFPB, which is the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, excuse me, is coming out with some type of deferment forbearance hiatus that will allow you to refinance your mortgage or push the terms out up to 40 years plus whatever you have today. So let's say you still have 20 years left on your loan and you decide to take this on and you take 40 more years. So that means 60 years to pay off your mortgage. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be paying my mortgage for 60 years. That's just crazy. Please be smart about your money. If you want help or you need help, reach out to somebody, reach out to me. Text me, call me, email me. My information is in every post I put out there. There's better ways to do this. There's better ways to get out of debt. There's better ways to be financially secure and free. And depending on the government is not the way to go. And if you're renting and you want to and you have to move, and you want to move into another rental. Short of the landlord saying you have to get out because we're selling it or they're raising the rent, each, each state has rental laws that protect you from a rental increase that can't exceed X. You'll have to check your state laws. But at the end of the day, short of it being something that is not inhabitable, you need to stay where you're at and start saving money and get financially sound. Save the money, put it in the bank, get your rainy day fund together. 
do you have a thousand dollars in the bank in your savings account so if something does happen god forbid you can pay cash for it you're not going to go put it on a credit card 60 percent of americans today can't do that that's sad we have the ability to kind of hit the reset button with covid and the pandemic and all this craziness but you got to be able to take advantage of it and educate yourself and see where things are going because you shouldn't be in you you shouldn't be uh taken advantage of by creditors because if you haven't seen major banks and major lenders are recording huge profits for their quarterly and annual results and what does everybody else happen to us us as in individuals we've been affected even more so we're we have more being taken out of our pocket so how could this not be the right time for you to stand up and say i want to make change i want to move forward i want to be financially free and i don't want to ever have to answer to another creditor and be on their terms that's a huge change it's a huge shift but you can do it with that first step reach out call me text me email me we can talk about your journey and i can help guide you in that journey and get you to where you need to be talk to you guys on the other side hope you have a great day stay safe Stay focused on your future and don't depend on the government to bail you out. There are better ways to do it and you can actually be in a better place by putting that effort, time, and ability to get yourself out of debt. Talk to you guys later. Have a great day.